Hello, and welcome to Ridgefield and Connecticut Real Estate with John Catazon. Today is Wednesday, August 12th. So a small name change this week, as I've been very busy across all of Western Connecticut. I'll still have a focus on Ridgefield and Fairfield County, but as New Yorkers continue their now well-documented exodus from the city, with folks looking for everything from second homes, whether that's a small cottage with land or a larger estate, or a whole uprooting and resettling up here permanently, I will focus on the entire region, not just Ridgefield. I will spend a few minutes today talking about life in the suburbs, as last week, the big tropical storm, Isaiah, really gave New England a solid punch, and many here were without power for an extended period of time. Some are still out. But first, a quick market update. In short, the market remains very tight. Last week, my clients had two uh, accepted offers, one above list, the other just slightly below. Both homes were on the market for less than one week. A third client offered to purchase at list with no home sale contingency, but lost the home to a more aggressive buyer. Just today, a client wanted to see a home that was on the market for just one day. The listing agent said you can visit it at five o'clock but in all likelihood, we're going to accept one of three offers we already have, and all of those are above list. This was a five-bedroom home with two acres and the pool. It was offered for sale around 900000 in Wilton, Connecticut. What a market. In Ridgefield, there are currently 145 single-family homes for sale, down from 151 on July 30th. There were five new listings in the last week. 14 homes closed, ranging from 419000 to $1.6 million, with a sale price to list price ratio of 99%. Four of those 14 homes sold at or above list. 21 homes went under contract. Now, these numbers might be a bit skewed by the extended power outages up here, but if this trend continues, that being double-digit closings and double-digit under contracts with single-digit new listings, often already low inventory to start with, then we are likely to see material price increases as demand outpaces supply. And with mortgage rates at historic lows, this market is maybe just beginning to heat up. So a little bit about the storm and living in the suburbs. It seems about every 10 years or so, Connecticut and Westchester and even parts of New York City get hit by a big storm that takes out power for multiple days. Being here now some almost 23 years, this is now my third one. For the first one, we had a newborn, and I was quickly instructed to go out and buy a generator immediately. It's been worth its weight in gold. So some basics. Trees and wires don't mix. It takes a while to effect repairs up here, even when the electric company is prepared for the storm. Most people up here are on well water and septic systems. Without power, well pumps don't work. Without power, refrigerators obviously don't work. The internet goes down and eventually even cell towers, which have battery backups, can fail. And cell companies need to deploy portable generators to power the cell towers. So how do you deal with this? Some homes up here have whole house generators, which come on automatically when power goes out. 
They run primarily on propane and can last up to two weeks with a full tank. These systems can run ten dollars to $20,000 depending on the home size. Others like me use a portable generator, uh, portable gasoline powered generator, which will run most of your house, but not all of it. The best practice here is to have a transfer switch installed, which allows you to effectively feed your electrical panel and use your lights and refrigerators and maybe some small uh, air conditioners and smaller appliances. This is a bit noisy and you have to feed it gas each day, but it's a game changer. Cost here is about $1,000 each for a good sized generator and the installation of the transfer switch by a licensed electrician. Lastly, you can get a small generator. You can plug extension cords to run just the basics, a fridge, a well pump, some lights, and maybe your heater pump. Here you'll spend about $500 to $1,000 for a good generator. Compared to the price of a home, it's not too much of an added one-time expense to have tremendous peace of mind for when the power goes out, you can stay connected, stay lit, and stay powered. Um, and while it's an inconvenience, you can get through it. So that's all for now. As always, you can reach me by email at johncat2002 at gmail.com or at my cell phone, 203-313-7127. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.